us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that we're coming here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You know. Back in Wednesday edition of the program. It's a role play Wednesday edition of the program. We'll see if Zach has a couple uh, characters for us to play head to head. Me versus Jake. It all comes down to this. We'll do that in the next segment. Um, Phil Mickelson, a little bit of hot water. He was one of the guys considering going and playing on this like breakaway tour in you know overseas somewhere where they're gonna pay guys a lot of money and um, break away from the PGA. Where he said in a unauthorized biography that somebody wrote and put out a little tidbit of it that he he called the Saudis scary. He said it's scary over there, but he meant like you know the way some of their human, you know, how they. You know, treat people and how they treated people over there for throughout time. He's taking a little bit of heat from it. Um, one of his sponsors is like a, I think, pulled the plug on Phil for this. They say Phil's like real cocky, kind of a jerk. He always said that about Phil Mickelson. And as much as any other golfer, I mean, like, you know what I mean? I always thought his Phil's pretty good, decent dude. Seems like it. But you, know, you never really know, a, right? You know, fat slob, never gonna win it again. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, I think he's like somewhat of a good guy. He gets a bad rap sometimes, I think. Uh, yeah, but other than that, I'm not sure. I guess you never know. Yeah, guys could be scumbags behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I just. That was kind of interesting. Then I was reading that Tiger's trying to come back and play soon. What do you think about that? That'd be awesome. I'd love to see Tiger make that comeback. It'd be one of the uh, comebacks of the ages to just after having an injury like that in the car accident. It'd be one of the best comebacks I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, depending, not even depending on how good he plays. I mean, just, just to be able to get on the course again and compete in a major or you know or in some of the other tournaments that that's remarkable yeah does tiger come back and play at a high level again no shell he's gonna be a shell of himself all won't be able to compete yeah um i hope he i hope he does i, I want to see him back in there but yeah it'd be good for the sport but i just don't see it happening okay let me ask you about Harden's debut here tomorrow night with the 76ers. What's that going to look like? Going to look like? It's going to be uh, atrocious. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Erroneous. So I think Harden's going to now that he's in a different location, it seems like whenever he is somewhere he doesn't want to be is when he plays bad, you know, lets his weight get out of hand. And just doesn't seem to care. But now that he got traded, it seems like he's somewhere where he wants to be. Then I think that's when you get the best Harden. And pair him up with Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. That's a pretty damn good squad right there. So yeah. I think that he'll fit right in. Okay. Do you think he does well? Um, 
I I don't think they're as good as some of the other teams. They lost that trade. I I don't understand the value on Harden. Um, other than that, Daryl Morey, they knew how bad he wanted him, and they squeezed. Um, I think they're uh, equal value. I think at this point in their career, both those guys are equal of value. What James Harden has left is what is equal to a 22 or 24 year old Ben Simmons, who's probably uh, you know got 10 more years of really elite, high level basketball in front of him. And I think he can pl- be a great player playing with the right guys. I think Harden's a bum. He's a bad dude. Well, the uh, the thought is that maybe Ben Simmons doesn't re-sign with the Brooklyn Nets because he wanted to go to a California team. And maybe that's the only reason why the 76ers, or that's why the why the Nets might have lost that trade is because they might not be able to keep Ben Simmons. But they did get the two first-round picks, and they also got Andre Drummond. So I think with all that collective value, it I think they got the, other, the better half. But yeah. even if Ben Simmons leaves and, and doesn't re-sign with the Brooklyn Nets... They still won. Okay. Um, let's go to break, come back, do some role play. See what Zach has for us. We still a lot to talk about. Touch back in on the Aaron Rodgers stuff. How could we not? Right? Of course. All right. We'll project the Nuggets through the last how many handful of games the rest of the season. And then maybe a Jamal Murray update. Back on their side, it's Molly Sports. I'm in disbelief. This Roll play Wednesday. Wednesday. Are you ready to be dominated? Let's go. Zach. You've been called upon to uh, create a uh, competition here between Jake and I based off of your criteria. What do you have for us? I'm looking for best performances here, most convincing performances. I'm using the same standards the Academy okay. um, uh, of Arts would, would use. Uh, uh, I don't know who's who. I'll let you determine your roles. Okay. One of you is a Giro Evero trying to convince the other Von Miller to follow him to Denver for a reunion. Okay. Uh, Jake, I'll let you have this one. Who do you want to be, Von or? I'll be Von. Okay. Then I'll start. Hey, Von, it's Coach Evero. How are you doing? Oh, uh, doing great. You know, just recovering from that Super Bowl. Yeah, parade. me too, man. All those chicks, remember that? Oh, man, it was crazy. Yeah, so um, you know that I'm back in Denver now. Um, I know your future is a beautiful mystery, okay? I'd like to tell you we'd love to have you back here, and we think that you're um, in the middle of your prime. We want to pay you like it. We want you to come back and do the same thing that you just did with uh, for us um, with the Rams. Do it here in Denver all over again. Um, Vaughn, I think you're one of the greatest of all time. And I think together... Um, we're going to help create the next five or six years of Von Miller football and help you go down as one of the greatest to ever play the game. What do you think, Von? Well, uh, I'm very flattered. And, I, you know, I love Denver as much as I love Denver, and I love being a Denver Bronco. You know, I, I have my stint here in L.A., and I want a Super Bowl. And I'm not trying to be one of one of the greatest of all time. 
I'm trying to be the greatest of all time. Mm. And give me another Super Bowl here in L.A. if we run it back. I'm thinking that I'm probably going to be one of the greatest, the greatest of all time. Oh, as wow. opposed to one of the greatest of all time. Okay, well, again, it's all about legacy, you know? Um, you don't forget L.A., man. It's, 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 it, things change quick. Things can change quick. I don't want to save on you're just another guy on that team, but it's kind of Aaron Donald's team, okay? And uh, let's see here. Um, on the on our offensive line alone, you might be the third highest paid guy, you know? So if you want to go back, come back here to Denver, be the star of a defense that we know is elite, we'd love to have you do it. Please consider us one. I'll definitely consider it, but, you know, I could either go to L.A., I could go back to Dallas, my hometown, uh, maybe save that franchise. That mm-hmm. would that would be great for my legacy as okay. well. So, uh, I don't know, man. You're going to have to convince me a little bit more. Zach, what do you think? That was tough. That was that was really, really tough. I think the first round goes to Jake, though. I think, Damn it! I think he embodied Von Miller there. I think it, it was... <sighs> Fine. What's next? One of you is George Payton trying to sell Denver to jilted lover Aaron Rodgers, who all of a sudden, you know, that has a lot of uh, uh, brokenhearted memories uh, tied to the Rocky Mountain region. Jake, what do you think? Uh, I chose last time. You get to choose who you want to be. Um, you choose for me, please. <laughs> I'll be George Payton. Okay. And I'm again who? Aaron Rodgers. Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, this is Aaron. Aaron, number 12, Rogers. It's uh, George Payton. How you doing? Pooping my brain down the middle of a cleanse. What do you need? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, hope that's going well. Uh, your spiritual recentering. I hope that goes great for you. But, um, you know, here in Denver, we've got uh, the Super Bowl on our mind. We've got the, you know, resurgence of the Broncos brand itself. And we did pretty well last year with... A bad quarterback. Well, we need Aaron, uh, an Aaron Rodgers s quarterback to take us to the next level. I'm sure you do, George. Who wouldn't? Uh, who wouldn't appreciate a player of my magnitude and gravitude on the back-to-back MVP of the whole league? Well read, great hair, could have any woman I want. Plus, I get the discount double check. Uh, so. Again, what do you have to offer me that Green Bay doesn't? Because the way I sit, you guys have been a poop team for the last few years. How How is that all going to change? I know I can do great things for you, okay? But we have a good team here. How are we going to take it to your next level that you were talking about? Let's be real here, Aaron. Outside of Devontae Adams, who do you really have in Green Bay on that offensive side of the ball? Aaron Jones, sure. But we got Javante Williams. We can get another running back if we don't re-sign Melvin. We've got... Cortland Sutton, we've got Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, Noah Fant. There's weapons galore here in Denver. And the offensive line, you know, we could build that up through the draft. We could build that up through free agency. This defense, it won't leave you out to dry. And I think we're a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. We could okay, bring you well, that staff again, desk. Am I going to be able to call my own plays and do all the things I ever wanted to do? You got your best bud, Nathaniel Hackett, here. Okay. And uh, we know how well you guys work together. And I think that we can make some magic 
here in Denver. What kind of ghee do you have? What kind of flavors of ghee do you have? We got all the flavors of ghee. We've got L- Little India, not too far from here. Uh, there's plenty of you know Indian food cuisines. They I got I they got the best ghee for you. All right, end scene. What do you got for us? Man, that one, Jake, Jake, I'm sorry. I think Danny ran away with that one. Danny Thanks, buddy. was born to play Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. That was a convincing performance. My natural jerk. Like My natural jerk. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, he, Aaron Rodgers, Danny Williams, they might as well be you know, twin brothers. He doesn't love anybody. That's what Shailene, uh, Shailene left him. You know, he's like, he just can't show love for anybody but to himself. Okay, one last role we're going to play each for the championship. What do you have for us, Zach? All right. The, the last two roles. One of you is Russell Wilson trying to sell the other, Ciara, on why Denver is as appealing a spot as New York and Philadelphia. All right, I'll take this one here. You're Ciara. All right. All right. <clears throat> baby girl. What's up, baby girl? Oh, what's up, Mr. Unlimited? You got to talk like a little bit more like a woman. Um, well, Ciara, got big news for our brand, okay? I know our brand has slipped a little bit. But we got a great offer to go to Denver, Colorado. And I believe we can win a Super Bowl with the Broncos, babe. That's what I believe it. Because I'm Mr. Unlimited. I'm sorry, Russell. But what does that do for me? I got to go to the big stage so I can post my new album on Times Square. And everybody will love it. Babes, listen. Automatic. Uh, babes, I love all your work, and your music will be great anywhere, babes. Plus, they have Red Rocks right there, Fiddler's Green, Belco Theater, some of the great music venues that there that there ever could be. I think we got it all wrong. We've been trying to get ourselves caught up in this New York and L.A. lifestyle. I think what creates legacy and legend is winning at the highest level. And I think we can win in Denver, babes. You know, as much as you think that, I don't really think that's the level up, level up, level up, level up, level up that we're looking for. I think that uh, we are we need something bigger than Denver. Dang. And uh, that's not the level up I want. Okay, then what about the Jets? What do you think about the Jets? Uh, I, I My husband can't play for the Jets. That's 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 terrible. What do you think about the like the Dolphins? Miami's a great spot, but anywhere uh, other than a cow town. All right, babes. Well, since you have your uh, my balls in your purse, I, that sounds good. Whatever you want. Uh, I love you. I love you, too. What do you think, Zach? Man, I, the voices were great. Uh, the Mr. Unlimited was great. I, this, is, this is the toughest one toughest you've had to judge yet. This is really tough. This is brutal. Um, you know, Dan, I think I got to give it to you ultimately. Let's I, I, go, E! Yeah! yeah! Thanks, Zach! I, I don't want to go down in infamy as the other uh, bad No, you don't. You definitely don't want to do that. Um, appreciate it, Zach. Great job. I got to make a case for myself. Okay, here, okay, okay. Um, you know, the the songs that I was just spitting right there, the, the Sierra songs, <laughs> uh, you know, the systematic, automatic. And then I'd hit him with the level up, level up. Here's the problem, Sierra. Nobody knows any of your songs. Oh! oh! That's one shot. That's one shot, kid. Okay. Hey, it's not going back now. It's in the books. Uh, this is, It's over the air. It's over the radio airwaves. You can't take it back now. You can't put the radio airwaves back into the toothpaste thing, right? Isn't that the I saying? I think that's the saying, yeah. Whatever. 
Okay, uh, about one minute left here. Deshaun or Russell? Russell. Why? Because Deshaun's a creep, and I don't know if he's even going to be able to play next year. Is Russell not a creep? He's calling himself Mr. Unlimited. Okay, he's cringe, but he's not a creep. Okay. He's a great dude. He's a great dude? Yeah. Great dude. Are you serious? How is he not a great dude? I mean, he's playing stepdad of the year over here. Damn. You're right. Deshaun over here. Whose kids are those of Ciara's? Future. Futures? Futures. Oh, my God. They they had to leave Drake's party when Future showed up. Really? Is that true? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's good stuff. A couple segments left worth the show. Let's go to break. Come back. Okay, remember what I told you. Uh Uh-oh. Be your own boss. Love yourself. Get up and dance. Oh, yeah. Let's get this. four. This is Mrs. Unlimited. Hey. No Beyonce, that's for sure. She's not even a Kelly or a Michelle. <laughs> Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Zach Seekers back on their side, Miley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. I got nothing left. Oh. It's true. It's true, my bad habits lead to you. All right. Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Zach Seeger's in on a Wednesday edition of the program. It's 1030. One now, we're live from the tech center. Thanks for being with us, guys. Lots to talk about. Tons, actually. Where do we start, Jake? Uh, we start with this text that we got here uh, from Blizzard Lizard. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, "Wasn't Peyton Manning accused of the same kind of thing as Deshaun Watson?" Mm-hmm. Hashtag winning cures everything. Was he? Not, not, not exactly. But in college, he. Might have pulled his wiener out on a uh, trainer lady one time. Okay? I mean, who hasn't? Me. Me either. But that's one. That's one time, one time. That's not 22. 22 pilots? (laughs) On 222-22. So, I mean, interesting. You know? He's the quarterback at Tennessee. He's the most popular figure on campus. Does whatever he wants to do. I think was a little bit inappropriate with the, um, you know, being a little bit of a goofball. I don't know. If it might have been more serious. It might have been way more serious than that. But that's at least what I remember from that. Well, I mean, it'd be very hard to forget about Deshaun Watson's situation as opposed to Peyton's. Yeah. Because for one, it was in college, and for two, there were wasn't 22 different cases. For Deshaun, he's in his prime right now. He was already, you know, he got that big contract. He was already a, a huge star in the league. And, you know, when the, the bigger they the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Mm. See, because he was such a big star, this news was explosive for his career. It, it it destroyed it. Okay. 
Okie doke. You're right. I think you're onto something. Um, I don't know. The what? What's what do you got over there? Uh, just this guy uh, Graziano. Yeah. Uh, ESPN. Daniel. Yeah. He says it's disgusting. Uh, at the details of Rogers' cleanse. Hey. <laughs> Why is Aaron Rodgers such a weird guy? Just the way God made him. That's just the way God really? made him. You know, I think maybe he also uh, is trying to be like that hipster dude. I don't know. I I don't know. I I can't tell you. He's trying to be that hipster dude. Okay. I guess. He's trying to be Zen. Yeah. Get his mind and body right. Uh. I think I'm just done tired of waiting for two years for this guy now. He's worth it. You know? I, we've had a long-distance relationship, but I love her. It's, you know, it's like 90-day fiancé. Well, you know, I send her lots of money and stuff, and we've never met, but she super loves me. You know? Are we being played like 90-day fiancé with Aaron Rodgers? We might be, um, especially because now the narrative is that you know, he might be going to Denver, and he loves to, you know, spit in the narrative's face, essentially, and say, all right, you guys think you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the opposite. So now that the odds are that he might be the Denver Broncos quarterback, yeah, he might just be like, screw you, I'm, I'm staying, or I'm retiring. Uh-huh. Okay. Just to be unpredictable and to be the jerk face Rodgers, like, like we all know he is. All right. I just don't know what more he's looking for. And if you're going to stay there, why would you do all this to everybody? Why, you know, why do you got to drag everyone's, you know, through this kind of stuff? Right? Yeah. At this point where we're at, there's no going back. He's already dragged this out for so long. And, you know, no going back to Green Bay. No, I'm no going back okay. on what he's already done okay. you know, and, and dragging it out. But I don't think he's going back to Green Bay. At all? No. Are you less sure he's coming to Denver now than you were a couple days ago? No. Uh, it's about the same. This this whole Pat McAfee stuff changed nothing for me. Me either. It's still the same. What more could you do with the Green Bay Packers? I don't know if he's as smart as I think he is or not. Is he as smart as I think he is, or does he just think he's no, a smart he guy? he thinks he's smart, but he's kind of an idiot. He knows how to play the, the game. He knows how to play the media. He knows be, how to be manipulative. That's what he's good at, but he's not smart. We didn't talk about Brian Flores to the Steelers. What do you think about that? It's a, it's a step in the right direction for Flores. Uh, to get back a, in a head coaching job in the NFL. Um, coaching job. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, he's got the uh, the pedigree. You know, he's been a head coach before, and now that he's with um, the Steelers in that in that role, a senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach, you know, he might be able to prove that he deserves another shot. And I, I think he deserves one already. He did great with the Miami Dolphins. There's no reason he shouldn't be an NFL head coach. I agree with that. I would have took him here in Denver. 
Over? Not over Nathaniel Hackett, but I would have taken him probably right after Dan Quinn. Okay. Like your third guy? Probably like my third choice. I think me too. We got another text from Max Payne. He says, Aaron's cleanse worked. He lost over 100 pounds of unwanted waste. He got rid of Danica. Peace out. <laughs> That's cold. Cold-blooded. Shailene, uh, Danica, and he was with Olivia Munn. You know Olivia Munn? Yes. I like her. She's cool. Yeah. Who's the best? Of Rogers. Yeah. Man. I got to go Olivia Munn. I'll probably go with Munn, too. Yeah, Olivia Munn over Shailene and Danica for sure. Thought you'd go with Danica. No, no. No? Not. No. Okay. No. Uh, we got another text. Okay. Dirty Mike and the Boys. Oh, he I love says, those guys. Uh, Poncha Karma draft party next year. <laughs> Homie is trying to log in while we pass around the gi. We're actually, instead of the fantasy draft, we're going to do uh, all cleanse together. So we'll meet at all seas to start the process. They only have one bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> Bring out the buckets. Enemas. That's nasty. Um, I'll pass on this year's draft, uh, a fantasy. I need you to set uh, Chuck Nasty up again. Charles oh, Gross no. with his enema. You're the producer, Jake. Come on, bro. Start producing. Now produce. Uh, okay. Charles Gross. <laughs> Nuggets. Uh, rest of the season here. Let's do a little uh, update here. We got the Nuggets as a 33-25 and 25 squad right now. Okay? They are one and a half games behind fifth-seeded Dallas. They're the sixth seed. Did I say that? And they are three games behind four-seeded Utah who I don't think they can catch, but I do think they might be able to catch Dallas. So let's say the playoffs started today, right? They got Memphis. They'd play Memphis in the first round, which I think would be exciting. I think we'd be able to handle them. I think we'd give them everything that they want. I think we could beat them with Jamal Murray. Right, right. Yeah, that's what it would take. If the Nuggets are at full strength and MPJ and Jamal are back for the playoffs, then I think you beat the, you beat the, the Grizzlies. But if it's just Jamal, that game, that series is going to seven. And the Nuggets are probably going to pull it out. The Lakers are going to be on the play-in, playing, trying to play their way in. At the nine seed, the Clippers are the eight seed. The Timberwolves are the seven seed. Portland ten. I don't know how Portland's done this. Seriously, man. I mean, they've won four straight actually. With everything, all the trades and and all the injuries, it's they don't surprising. have any. It's like that uh, Simmons, Simon, Simmons, Simons, Anthony, Anthony. Yeah, I like it. I don't can't name any other dudes on the team. This is a uh, great for uh, Chauncey's resume. The yeah, it is pretty good them. for Chauncey's resume. That's a good call, man. Because you thought like he was thinking, why did I take? He had other jobs. You thought he might have passed on to take this one when they traded all literally all the talent away from the team besides Nurkic and Dane. Why didn't they trade Nurkic? Um, I don't know. Maybe they want a big man a solid big man but you know the injury he's injury prone maybe they couldn't find any suitors for him and maybe they were just stuck with him let's play a game here real quick if see how fast we could do this before the final segment okay 
they have the and just tell me win or loss. We're gonna go through the rest of the schedule, okay? Try to keep help me keep track of it. You ready? Um uh home against the Kings and then at the Kings, their next two games. One and one. Um at Portland. Two and one. Wait, do I have this right here? Let me see this. Yes, I do. At Portland. That's a win, two and one. Uh, hosting the Thunder. That's a win, three and one. Hosting the Rockets. That's a win, four and one. Hosting the Pelicans, who they just lost to. I'll say that's a win, five and one. They're on a little streak. Right I there. agree. Then they're hosting um, Golden State. That's a loss. L, uh, what is that, four and two? Yep. Then they're at Sacramento again, five and two. Five and two. Then the Golden State Warriors are at the Nuggets. I'm gonna say five and three. I'm gonna give them a six and two. I think I'm gonna give them a six and two here. Let me see my schedule ran out. Okay. Um. There's only 23 games left, right? 24. Yes. So where were we? And we'll keep going. After Golden State, you had them at six and two. I had them at five and three. Okay. Um. Hosting the Raptors. Six and three for me. I'll say that's a win. I'll give him six and three. At the 76ers, win for me, big statement game. At the 76ers? Yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a win. I'll say uh, seven and three. At the Wizards. Eight. That's a win, eight and three. At the Cavaliers, it's a loss. I'll say loss. Eight, eight and four. four. Uh, hosting the Celtics. Loss. No, they're hot right now. They won't be in a month. They'll come back okay, down to okay. earth. Yeah. Give me the Nuggets. Nine and four? Nine and four. Clippers at uh, hosting the Clippers, nine and five. No, no, nine at uh, ten and four. Ten and four at the Suns without Loss. Chris Paul. Loss. Okay, ten and five. Uh, hosting the Thunder, eleven and five. Eleven and five at the Hornets, twelve and five. At the Pacers, thirteen and thirteen five. and five. Hosting the Timberwolves. Ooh, the Timberwolves kind of have the Nuggets number this year. Okay, thirteen and six Let's at the Lakers. Game. That's a win, 14, 14 and, six. and 6. And then the final regular season game is hosting the Spurs. That's a win. 15 and 6, right? 15 and 6. Let me see if we got the how many games there are correct. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 22, and 22 games left. And we have them going 16 and 6. We had 15 and 6, so we must have missed a game. Okay. So let's say 15 and 6. Okay, that's that's a damn good final stretch of the no year. No doubt about it. They got an easy schedule for the rest of the season. Well, they had that brutal schedule, but the next like five games. What do we just have here? Um, Portland, oh man, OKC, Houston, Sacramento twice. The Thunder, the Rockets, Sacramento three times down the stretch. You know, um, they should win the majority of their games. Twenty-two games is time for Jamal Murray to come back and play. Plenty of time. And if he's not, I'd consider shutting him down for the rest of the year if he's not close. Actually, if he's not close, if he's not ready. If he's not like 100. You can't bring him back for the playoffs. That won't work. And you can't bring him back with five or seven games left. That won't be enough. If he doesn't come back with, you know, two weeks, the first week of March, then I don't know. He's coming back late March. Really? That's what I think. 
I mean, he tore his ACL in April. That's a major injury. Yeah, but technology, robots. I know, but the future. I I, I would say at least ten. 10 to 11 Let's months. go to break. Come back. 303-831-1340. One final little mini segment on the other side. Thanks for being with us. Smiley Sports. You ready, Zach? I'm ready. You ready, Jake? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Girl, I must warn you. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program. It's not. It's Wednesday. I don't know why I keep saying that. 303-831-1340, the hotline that go fast. Energy drink text line. Lots of ways to get involved with the show still. We want to hear from you guys. Um, Five minutes left. Saw a report yesterday after I was looking on some Jamal Murray stuff that nothing we didn't know, but that he is set to come back in March. He will return at some point in March, which we kind of always thought and maybe always have have known a little bit, but man, he's a good player, and I think he's gonna add a boost to the Nuggets. They're gonna make them a lead again. So, what does that mean? That means, yeah, we'll see what happens in the playoffs when it all shakes out and teams playing the Nuggets and looking at them as the regular season Nuggets uh, without Jamal Murray. And I don't know. Sometimes. Guys go, uh, like Dak came back from the injury, right? It was great. It's like the time away sometimes, like, does something to you. A fresh perspective, an appreciation, the gratitude, all that kind of stuff. Uh, An eye for some things that you maybe have never looked at or saw before because you're sitting next to coaches and you're watching your teammates do this and that and you're not in there entrenched in in being the player, the athlete you're, you're rehabbing. So I think there's a chance that he comes back and they don't skip a beat and they're great. I think that could be kind of the case here because they're not, it's not like Dame Lillard coming back. Okay. Well, here's all the weight of the world on your shoulders. Go carry us. You know what I mean? It's like Jokic is the MVP of the, uh, of the league. So Jamal could kind of just come back and work his way back into it. But like, you know, Jokic is going to make it so easy for him. To get good, to get easy looks, to um, help build that momentum back and that confidence back that Jamal Murray has, and I actually, you know, kind of think that you know, Jokic two, three, four years ago, we used to say, "Ah, oh, man, do more, score more." You, you know, you're capable of of more, and he's grown into that fully. We've thought that about Jamal Murray, the same thing a lot. You know, you can't go give me. 50 one night and give me 12 in another night. You got to go give me 22 or 25 bare minimum every single night. The comp I like on Jamal Murray, I said it a couple times before, is Devin Booker. There became a point in Devin Booker's career once Chris Paul got there when Devin Booker, Chris Paul just kind of empowered him and made Devin Booker realize you're just kind of a superstar, bro. Go be one. Go be great. And, you know, he they kind of let Devin Booker loose to just go score the ball when before it all kind of ran through him. But that was when the sun sucked. So I think Jamal Murray could be that same kind of guy where he's just the job is to go score the ball uh, freely, not have to do all the playmaking and dirty work ability stuff that, you know, I don't think he's a natural point guard. We know he's not, but he's a playmaker. So let Monte Morris and let Jokic be your 
distributors a lot of times. It's not always about bringing the ball down the floor, but it is about going and getting big buckets when we need it. And I think that's the problem when the Nuggets have these third quarter dips and can't close games out and you're waiting for them to become like the Suns and the Warriors and be able to go dismantle teams and go put together 18, 22, 30-point blowouts, not let teams back in games. And Nuggets, you know, it's, that's part of the process of learning to, you know, become a great team, become a playoff contender, become a championship contender, learn how to really cut the heart out of teams, bury teams, and uh, become elite and special, you know? Yeah, I think uh, immediately when Jamal comes back, it'll be uh, a nice little boost that they have, a confidence boost. Uh, they'll play a little bit harder for Jamal now that he's back. And, you know, I really think that they'll be able to ease Jamal back into the rotation uh, when he comes back in, you know, middle to late March. You know, those that last final stretch of the season just kind of, you know, ease his way back into it. But the biggest part, the biggest impact of Jamal being back is going to be on the depth. You know, it greatly improves your depth whether you put Jamal at the two and have Will Barton become the first guy off the bench and have Forbes and Monte Morris, you know, on the bench unit as well if you could if you put Jamal at the at the one. Uh so there's there's a lot of options once yeah. Jamal comes back and it makes the the world, you know, look so much easier. The, the, the basketball court and, and your rotations look so much easier mm-hmm. when Jamal comes back. So it'll be a, a, a world off Jokic's shoulders, and I think they'll be uh, elite again, just like you said. And same thing for when Michael Porter Jr. comes back. The depth immediately gets better, and the bench unit was the biggest worry about this Nuggets team. Yeah, you're right. Um, it'll be exciting. It'll be like adding a star player through a trade where you didn't have to give anything up. You got to look at it like that a little bit. Like, how can we turn this into house money, I guess? Um, When you had a year taken away from you last year where we thought the Nuggets were going to go compete for a championship and Jamal Murray goes down and Michael Porter Jr. gives you nothing. Well, I hope this year's year maybe they make a run at it at the Western Conference Finals when maybe this was a year when they because injuries should have lost in the second round or maybe even the first round. That's what would be great because then we'd have all that buildup and the hype again for 22-23 season, you know, the 22-23 season, which we'll have, you know, Michael Porter Jr. be a huge part of it, or maybe we find some way to work around him or get away from him. I'm not really sure. We'll see. Good stuff, Jake. Appreciate you. Good stuff from Zach as well. Uh, Anilo and Andrew are next. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I adopted his 